This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado, The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh, where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. All right, uh, let's catch up. Certainly, Taylor. And, and, and by the way, I mean, look, it goes without saying. Look, Monday night will be remembered for a lot of things. There were two Monday night football games, and it wasn't week one. One of the Monday Night Football games was on CBS. It's certainly memorable, certainly different, certainly unique. But everybody, those of you listening to Let's Catch Up, I'm sure you already know, but it's Taylor's birthday. It's Taylor's birthday. Come on. Happy birthday, Taylor. I'm not there. I'm not there with balloons. You kind of made me sad today because I'm driving and you're like, what time are we in the podcast? Blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking, gosh, last year at this time, we were together. It was... It was so much better. It was one of the best birthdays, and you made it so special. But even from afar, I'm glad that we can still catch up today. We, we certainly are. And, and there's plenty to get to. Look, we, we've got a lot on the agenda that, that Taylor's going to discuss, and I'm just going to ride her coattails on this. But a few things. Obviously, we had the, the Chiefs tonight. We had Aaron Rodgers tonight from we Sunday. Something that we've been talking about since the summer, which is, Bill O'Brien is the head coach. Oh, wow. That, that's clearly the most interesting thing that happened is Bill O'Brien. That's it. Four games and that's it. I, I'm, I'm stunned based on one thing, Taylor. And I, and I want to hear from you, but I just, I just, I have to get this out right now. First of all, the Texans have started this way in the past and righted the ship and made the playoffs. They've even won the division in this situation in the past. Also, when you look at the schedule that this team had out of the gate to play the Chiefs, Ravens, Ravens, the Steelers, this was a brutal start for this team. The schedule that was handed to them was insane. And I never want to like certainly never celebrate somebody getting let go. No. But I think that this was something that was such a long time coming. And I was shocked that he was not, they didn't part ways earlier. And I think that what this was, was basically 
it becoming evident and clear. And there was some clarity through four weeks that the decision to trade DeAndre Hopkins, it wasn't a good one. And I think <laughs> I mean, that's an understatement. You sent me the, the hilarious meme today <laughs> of, of the meme that everyone knows that everyone sends around when your friend doesn't call you back. And you send the meme of, of, of that, that monkey kind of waiting on the, on the phone and just looking around. And that meme was hilarious today. You know, this is the Texans calling the Cardinals, <laughs> asking if they can have DeAndre Hopkins back. And essentially, yeah, I would say history is not going to be kind. It's not kind through four weeks on that one because DeAndre Hopkins is the league's leading receiver and the Texans don't have a win to show for themselves. So that is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. They absolutely do. And he has nothing. He's and I'm, I say nothing. He has nothing there. to show for. He's got He's nothing to show Most sacked quarterback or one of the most sacked quarterbacks. I know Daniel Jones is up there as well, but. They've had issues on the offensive line and they have not addressed them well. And there was, look, last year we were commending them and there was the Tunsil trade and it was seemingly going to be something that, that brought them back to prominence. And like I said, Bill O'Brien finds a way to get this team into the playoffs, finds a way to win this AFC South again and again, has done it with lesser quarterbacks than Deshaun Watson. It's just, this is one of those scenarios, Taylor, where I think you said it right. It seems like something that could have happened a while ago. It was something that should have happened a while ago. And I guess right now you could say, sure, it's not fair that it happened now because of their schedule. But I think that, that this is a this is more big picture. This is something that should have happened a while ago. Then you see that this DeAndre Hopkins trade was doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And then it's kind of like, well, this is the straw that broke the camel's back. Yes. It's, and it's, it's, the GM, it's the GM part of it, though. The reason why this person was let go it was so many different things that led up to it and it was something that probably should have happened earlier it's and also coach taylor right it's the gm part of it that's i mean that's ultimately too much see i think that o'brien and a lot a lot of a lot of fans a lot of friends of mine that are texans fans don't appreciate Bill O'Brien on a game day. But I think when you look at the course of the season, I think he coaches quite well over the course of 16 games. It's the GM piece of it. That's ultimately cost him here. Mm -hmm. That's what cost Bill O'Brien here. Because if you look back at the disciples of Bill Belichick. I was about to say, I was about to say, Bill Belichick is the GM. And he's probably the only one that does that. He's, he does it incredibly well, but I was even going to, I was even going to commend Bill O'Brien of all the, the Belichick disciples. Bill O'Brien is the most decorated, celebrated winningest of the Belichick disciples. And he did, I think quite a job for this Texans franchise over the course of him being there as their head coach and it's over and that's it. And when you don't win a game, that's tough. And there are other coaches in this league who haven't won a game who I'm sure are thinking it's it's a lot hotter on the right now to see O'Brien on the way out. Now, that was that was that was a tough one, but they, look, something had to be done. Something one of the first to done. You know, that's going to get thrown out there for permanent head coaching position is going to be Eric Bieniemy, as it well should, as it well should, because what we saw. I mean, look, let's just throw it on there. Monday night was when you think Chiefs Patriots you think back to to a couple of things. I mean, clearly there's the overtime AFC championship from two years ago. 
you think and, about how this team looks like they're ready to run it back. The Chiefs, the Chiefs are better. They're better than they were last season, and that's terrifying to even consider. But this team is better. Air. It's not even fair that Andy Reid would have Clyde Edwards Alaire fall to him. It wasn't that yeah. he necessarily yeah. fell to them. Back. But he could have twenty percent vision. It is so remarkable to watch what Andy Reid is able to do. They're making it look so simple, the Chiefs, and defensively also, because tonight defensively against the Patriots. You know, so last week, I think you were busy because, by the way, con- listeners, we have a big congratulations for Sam. He and Allie just closed on their house in Connecticut, and they have a designated tailor room that they don't know about yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. It's being put together right now, actually, Taylor, your room, that the bed is going in right now. We're getting the TV. I'm making sure that Sunday ticket is available in your oh, room. Amazing. It's going to happen. You are, all of the Taylor-endorsed amenities will be there, including, by the way, those of you listening, DoorDash is available, Taylor, at the new Ali and Sam Batesh place in Stanford, Connecticut. Yes, we all know how lazy I get after a... <laughs> Who am I kidding? Every day. Every day, Taylor's ready and willing to tap those fingers and order. (laughs) Taylor's reaching out to DoorDash at all times. And right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fee on their first order of 15 bucks or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BLUEWIRE. Let them know Let's Catch Up sent you five bucks off, zero in delivery fees. If you go and get a new account, at DoorDash. Just look it up the app. How do you not have DoorDash? What are you even doing with yourself if you don't have DoorDash? What are you doing with yourself? Uh, what you're doing, you're wasting time. You're wasting steps. You're wasting energy. You're wasting breaths and you're wasting time. Go to the app, choose what you want to eat, and it's there in 30 minutes. I mean, it's it's pretty simple. Taylor and I know it quite well. And Taylor is aggressively addicted to DoorDash. So again, type in the code Blue Wire, five bucks off. And again, no delivery fees at DoorDash. So the Chiefs, let's just say this real quick, Taylor. Two weeks ago. You know, I'll Chief- say one thing too. Please give it to me. Two teams that I want to see play the Chiefs. Okay, let's go. Are the Seahawks and the Packers. Okay, that's interesting. I, I was gonna say that I was gonna say the Bills also is something no, I, I I definitely, I I absolutely want to see the Bills and the Chiefs. And what's great about that is we are going to see that. There is a Thursday night football coming up with the Bills and the Chiefs on October 15th. So that is going to be an outstanding game. And I can't wait just to see. I mean, who knows if, if the Bills will be undefeated by then. I imagine the Chiefs will be. But this Chiefs team, as you were saying, looks like they are ready to absolutely run it back. Two weeks after the Chargers pushed them near the brink and into overtime where Butker did end up with the three kicks that one of them ended up counting in overtime. But it seemed like, oh, okay, wow, maybe there is a bit of a blueprint here on beating the Chiefs. What happens the next week? Of course, Monday Night Football something you don't want to talk about, but the Ravens-Chiefs game, which was... That was tough. It looks like um, Patrick Mahomes just called up some of his buddies and they're like, let's just go shoot the shit. And let's go do a few shovel passes, go play, go play beach football. 
and have a blast out there. None of it ever looked at any point like they were scared, like they needed to really focus and hone in. He was just having a ball picking apart this once respectable Ravens defense. That was a wake-up call. Lamar after the game. It was a replay of the Titans game in the playoffs where they lost in Baltimore. It's not often that you see that Ravens team grounded and really just completely off the rails and off track. And in that game, in every single way, they were. And again, credit, as we like to say, to that Chiefs defense in Spagnuolo because Lamar didn't even have 100 yards passing in that game. And then to see tonight, and of course, Monday night against the Patriots, no Cam Newton. And so you're doing it against... And so I do feel like that is a little bit unfair, but at the same time. But impressive is impressive. I'm sorry, with nobody on the field watching Mahomes do what he does. Again, the effortless nature at which Mahomes operates on a football field is, it's a symphony. Watching it is a symphony. And I got, and the only thing that took me out of it for a moment on Monday night was to watch Rodgers do it right afterwards. And what it reminded me of, Taylor, is when Rodgers is at peak level, what Mahomes does is really an ode to what Rodgers can do. Because Rodgers, the way that Rodgers throws the ball down the field, the flick of the wrist from Rodgers is still, to me, the most impressive thing that a quarterback does in this league. I think the Rodgers flick, which gets to the end zone. In, in, he in actually over, right? and overflew, uh, overthrew. It was probably Tanya. It was Tanya who he hit in the end zone three times. I'm sure that's who it was. Because he did, you know, again, he didn't have Lazard, and he, and he, I mean, they were with, they were certainly hurting tonight from a wide receiver standpoint without Devontae and without Lazard, and so he was hitting Tanyan in the end zone three times. But that was impressive, and it could have been Aaron Jones. I mean, that Packers team is also scary, and you mentioned it. That's the team you want to see eventually. That would be nice. But to now, me, thing before we go, though, Sam. Yes. But what were you going to say? I was only going to say Rogers looks. Would you say Rodgers is, you know, it, it's ridiculous to, the, to to talk MVP this early, but why not? Roger Rod- Wilson, Josh Allen. Loving Josh Allen. And again, shout out to Catherine and the undefeated oh, Buffalo Bears and Bills Mafia, by the way. What is, what, what is, like, well-deserved fan base they are and how excited and just rowdy. I, I love them. And it's been a while they've been able to celebrate like this. And as we mentioned last week, to be in a game with the Rams, to be up 28 to three and have it all taken away and then to still hold on and win that game, that's a different kind of Bills team and they continue to be that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give the slight nod to Rodgers. I still think Rodgers is still the most well-rounded of, of all the of all the potential MVPs that we're talking about, I mean, it's really it's 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 Mahomes, it's Russell Willie, it's 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 Russell, it's Mahomes, it's Rogers, it's Josh Allen, and I just I love to see Rogers in a standalone game just dissect defenses and call the Falcons whatever you might, which isn't much at this point, but but Rogers was out there by himself essentially and just having a ball, and no Devonte, no Lazard, didn't matter, just picking it apart. And well, like, this brings us to our last topic, and I'm shocked yeah. that you put this person's name in there, and that is Dak Prescott. Well, and, why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me about Dak? Because he's your fantasy quarterback, so I'm sure you noticed that he did something this week that had never been done before. He did. 
but I feel bad for him. And I, I digress because sometimes I'm a little hard on Dak until this year, since he's been my fantasy quarterback. Sometimes I say he doesn't get it done. Sometimes I say he just never comes up in critical moments, which is something that you say that he always does. Um, Dak can't do any more for his team than he currently is. 450 plus yards every game this season. Three straight games of 450 or more, Taylor, has never been done by anyone. Is it four plus touchdowns in each game? It's 350 plus yards. I, I am so stunned at what Dak Prescott has done this particular season. And to see that he is making history, and yet on the defensive side of the ball, three straight games of letting up living on the field, coming up each and every game, putting up historic numbers, throwing multiple touchdowns. It's so unfair. You ask from the guy. There's really nothing that you can say. But three straight games of 450 yards or more, Taylor. Three straight, four or more, including yes but 450 or more in three straight plus 500 in a game that frankly they were never in against the Browns. It didn't even seem at any point. Which also brings me to this topic. Odell Beckham. A little welcome, bit. Welcome back. A little bit, little bit to see the speed, to see the jets turned on the way they were on the touchdown that essentially iced the game against the Cowboys. That was the throwback of throwbacks. And it wasn't that long ago that Odell dominated the league this way, but it had been a while. They're right up there with the Ravens. Except, they're right up there with this. I mean, the Steelers are ahead. They're winning the division, leading the division. But they're they're right in the thick of things. So don't sleep on those Browns just yet. If you think about it, they've had one loss this season, and that loss was to the Ravens. The Browns are figuring it out. And maybe at the end of the season, we will be commending Kevin Stefanski and, and saying that Baker has truly found that whisperer that can get to him. But wow, I, I'm i not willing to quite say it yet, Taylor. I'm not quite willing to give it to the Browns just yet. I still I am saying watch out for them. They're, they're, they're sneakily playing very, very well. And as we text often, as I like to say, or Nick it's, it's been a while. It's been a while and we've been waiting for the Browns to become this team, but at the worst possible time to get the news that Chubb is going to be out six weeks. Then again, not a bad backup plan in Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt kind of came back to life. Odell Beckham came back to life. It definitely looked like the team that everybody was hoping to see two years. Two seasons ago, exactly. And, And now it's here. Well, no doubt, Taylor. Well, there'll be plenty to catch up on. We will do this. Certainly, again, the next time I will be at the house next time. You can see that. And birthday yeah. girl, we need – it's so much more fun when we had the balloons there last year and we were just eating, we were eating cake right there. I mean, it's I just – I ate so much I can't even move. Look at you. I feel like I have triplets inside of me. <laughs> well, I'm sure it was delicious. I'm so sad that I wasn't there, but definitely let's catch up. But happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Mm-hmm.